Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. to say what I feel Miami has so much appeal A great place to get a seafood meal Miami Miami, Miami You've got style Picture at Los Angeles 2015. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott. I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we invite a friend over to watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then we chat about it. Yes, and uh, we just watched season two, episode 17, Bedtime Story, which aired on February 7th, 1987, and was the first what a uh, year. sort of flashback clip show. Even though it wasn't a flashback, it was it was. It was all new stuff. It was vignettes. It was, yeah. Vignettes. The first vignette episode of uh, many that the girls did. Yes. A lot of which took place in the bedroom. A lot of pajamas in this episode. There was episode. a lot of casual wear. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a very, very special guest joining us today. I am, this is the first time we're meeting today, but I am, <laughs> I'm, obs- I'm obsessed with him on Twitter, which I think is, o- it's okay to be obsessed well, with. Well, that's what we meant, Twitter. too. It's, yeah. 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 So. yeah. 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 So you yeah. guys should all follow him on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. You built it up, now you have to introduce him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we didn't talk about how, how to say, say my last name. No, oh. we didn't. Can we say I was just going to tell you before we started. Can I yeah, guess? It's pronounced, it's, you correctly pronounce It's a very unfortunate Oh, uh, it's the, Ben Seaman. Yeah. When did you first become a Oh, yeah, girls? you guys always ask this. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've been pretty like aware of them just because they... As far, they've always been in syndication all the time. I don't think I ever... Because when did it end? Like, 1992. 1992? I feel like I never watched it on television, but maybe I did. I definitely did. I feel like... I feel like I remember watching the last episode, like, yeah. with my family big one. or something. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I remember us actually watching it, because they... Like, my parents watched Dallas and yeah. stuff, and I would, like... Remember, kind of ancillary, being like watching them or, or just paying attention and stuff, and then yeah, I, I, I feel like when I had cable, which I haven't had for a long time, but uh, I would just if it was on, then I would always watch it mm-hmm. just because it's just so comforting. Logo it is very block. comforting. It That's a word comforting. that we find a lot of people. I don't like how they edit the show now. Often it's hard to know what yeah. is missing because I because like I'll, I'll watch The Simpsons and I'll know like the things that they cut out yeah. now when I see it and I'm like wait that's like a big joke. I also don't like that they change the on Logo and other channels they change the aspect ratio of the screen to mm. fit wider screens. Oh that's weird. Yeah. So do they crop stuff or do yeah, they Yeah it's it? cropped weird yeah. which bothers me. All right, well, let's get into this episode, which is super, super fun. Um, like we said, this was a clip show, so it wasn't, it's meant to be sort of a flashback show, but it's not flashbacks to actual, like, yeah. pieces of episodes. So there's no real storyline. No. no, there's no real storyline. It's there's just, themes. a lot yeah. of it is, it, yeah, it's mostly a There is a about, B story, though. Chipped yeah, there is, yeah, Chipped yeah. Beef is the B story, but yeah, it's mostly, it's about bedtime stories. It's about, you know, stories about the the women sleeping and stuff, and I sort of feel like, Maybe some of these were ideas 
that they the writers had maybe come up with, but they didn't. It wasn't enough meat for a whole episode, yeah. so they were like, "Oh well, we have we sort of have this funny thing of like what would happen with the women at night when they're in bed, and, yeah. and that they just sort of well, and it together. starts off with um, Sophia cooking, and it's it, there's thunderstorms outside, and it's nighttime, and the she's girls, got a lot of pots on those. <laughs> yeah, the girls are just sort of having just like <laughs> just like yesterday here in Los Angeles, there were lots of thunderstorms, and it was a great day to just stay in your pajamas and yeah. just sort of mm-hmm. embrace the thunderstorm day. Yeah, you yeah, know? and that's yeah. What they we, were doing. We yep. all were making ziti and I was. sausage and cheese. I had the girls over and we all were in our underwear. I got so hungry. So yeah, Sophie's <laughs> cooking a bunch of food and then Rose has one pot on the stove going, which is chipped beef, which oh. I had to look up. But it's basically oh, like, um, it's rehydrated slivers of dried beef served on toasted bread with a white sauce, which is basically like flour, butter, like milk. Yeah, it's sort of like a gravy, but like yeah. my dad used to make tuna on toast with a white sauce, which yeah. is, you know, a very easy sauce to make. You open a can of tuna, you mix it with the sauce, yeah. you put it on toast. And that's that's actually very comforting anymore. to me. <laughs> no, my dad, no. My dad and I have a great relationship. So, But Rose is making chipped beef, and uh, nobody wants to try it because, I mean, why try But Dorothy it? is being very sweet to Rose. Yes. And entertaining her chipped beef. Mm-hmm. Yes. Option. Yes. Um, so... Dorothy talks about how her uncle Vito is mm-hmm. coming to visit for a week. This is an, a character we've never heard of, who's yeah. never mentioned again. No. Um, and <laughs> Uncle Vito, no, because there's Uncle Angelo who takes over for Aunt. Doesn't Uncle Vito come with the daughter that they're swapped at birth? Isn't oh, that maybe Uncle Vito? is that Uncle Vito? It could so. be. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he's coming to stay with them for a week, and then Rose is like, "Oh shit." But my cousin Niles is going to be staying with us. I don't us. think she was like, oh shit. Well, she didn't say, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, they bleeped it out. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine Rose being like, oh Fuck. shit? Yeah. <laughs> so, Rose's cousin Niles is coming for the 14th annual Hog Expo. As which you do. I'm very surprised that they would hold this in Miami. Yeah. But yeah. okay. Well, I mean, there's lots of hogs in the South, and Miami's a great destination for conferences. I guess, but are they transporting hogs? Yeah, I mean, just like you transport horse. But why? Why not just have it? Okay, fine. No, I don't you're know. right. It was a lazy joke. It was an easy joke, and they should have really. They should have been like, "This wouldn't be." Well, in it's Miami. something that they would do in Saint Olaf, but not. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's fine. Um, and I don't know. Fine. Uh, so you know they're 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 talking. They're a little stressed because it's like you know we're what are already, we gonna do? We're already kind of tight on space. Yeah. Uh, what are we, we gonna do? They have a giant living room. Like they do. it's a huge living and room. And why did they but keep they, that fucking wicker couch when they could have had a pullout? They, I mean, they could have a like air mattresses existed back then. So could, many could they have had yeah. an air mattress? Yeah, yeah so many people could sleep on a couch or an air mattress yeah. or something. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Miami. You could tent out on the lanai. <laughs> on the lanai. Hey, plug. A plug within the a show. Pl- yeah, they're already the listening. Uh, and then, um, and then Sophia sort of reminds them, uh, you know, we, we, we've had a deal with this before. Remember the time the heat went out and we go to the first flashback vignette. Yeah. Sophia's in bed. Mm-hmm. It's late at night and Dorothy walks in and freezing is and gets in the bed with her. Cold snap in Miami, which means that it's freezing. Yeah. Well, so I, and Sophia- looked, I looked at the weather and yeah. I mean, it's gotten... It's, <laughs> did some well, research. yeah, I did a little research. It's gotten, you know, it, the weather, it's it's hit 21 degrees in Miami. So if it was... It but like been once in 20 okay. years. Okay, yeah, like in 1912 or something. Yeah. No! I when was, was it? Okay, you know, okay, so this was 1987. I'm just going to type Miami, you yeah, you, you coldest can. day, 1987. Okay, historical weather for 1987 in Miami, Florida. 
Um, <laughs> it appears to be the coldest day was, uh, guys, give me, okay, was January 28th with a low temperature of 40 degrees. <laughs> That's not even freezing. Okay, all right, so we're calling them out on that. You, you, H. Allen, you always tell me to overlook this stuff because it's a show, but you seem to be, I mean, you're drinking the Kool-Aid on this Which one. Which one, what do you mean? The, the, no, oh, I just think, I just think it's, it's, like, I feel like it would have been smarter, so later on in the scene, Rose is tinkering with the heater and the air conditioning gets turned on, whatever, and I just feel like that would have been a smarter area to go to. Sure. Than, mm-hmm. to start off with. Like, sure. oh, Rose fucked up, and now the air is on full blast, yeah. and you yes. can't get I would have been more on board with Or this. something. Sure. But, the, but, but Sophia, Sophia does have, um, a funny line, so Dorothy gets into bed, and Sophia goes, Salvador, take your shirt off if you want to fool around. And then she, but then she says... Uh, you'll get linguine all over me. Yeah. Which, like, would Sal come to bed with a plate of No, 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 linguine? no. He was he was eating linguine before, like, probably drinking beer and eating linguine before he went into bed. Got it all over him because he's a fucking schlep. He's just a mess just of a man. Just coming into bed with and linguine all over his clothes? On his, his shirt. Clothes? On his shirt. Yeah, it's probably a mess. He doesn't use a bed. And then he gets in the bed and he's like, oh, let me make some love because I'm so drunk and full. And, you know, and then... She's like, take your he shirt can't off. Pull, he can't pull pieces of linguine off of his shirt before no, he gets into bed with his wife. because he's an Italian man and he's ready to make love. Wow, you guys have a lot of sticking points so far. Yeah. yeah. Um, You're going to really rip every joke apart. So, so Dorothy snuggles up to Sophia and she starts telling her about, you know, I, I remember a time, you know, back in Brooklyn where the heat went off and it was very cold and I had my, you know, my my doll, Mr. Mr. Mrs. Doolittle. Doolittle, yeah. And I brought her into the bed and she's telling this really sweet story and Sophia's just like, cut the crap, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> then Blanche comes in wearing a parka over her Mm -hmm. like hood up Blanche is cold but she's the most delicate of the Mm -hmm. four Mm -hmm. so it works she's very very cold and the biggest laugh break in this episode went so Blanche climbs into bed with them and uh, and after a beat, she's like, did you hear that? And Sophia goes, yeah, and as long as I'm in my own bed, I'll do what I want. And that was the biggest yeah. laugh break in the entire episode. It's a funny episode. fart joke. <laughs> she has a lot of fart jokes. She does. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I applaud it. Yeah. I think, I think we should bring those back. Fart jokes? Yes. Fart jokes for old ladies specifically? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's great. I'm on, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah. Um, so then uh, Rose walks into the room. Holding a wrench. Holding a wrench, because <laughs> that's what you use to fix things. Anytime mm-hmm. you need to fix something, you need to illustrate that you're fixing something, you just hold up a wrench. She says she's been tinkering with the heater and she's mm-hmm. managed to fix it, at which Dorothy then responds, Rose, you're a genius. Mm-hmm. And Sophia, is it Sophia that says, you don't hear those words every day? Yeah. Or something. Here's... Here's a question I have. Do you guys honestly think, I understand that when you're sleeping next to someone, your body, you know, your your yeah. body heat creates more heat, this and that, but don't you think they would have been just as warm being in their own beds bundled up in a bunch of layers? I mean, does it I really think, matter? I think they're trying to let us know that because it's Miami and because it's not ever this cold that they wouldn't have a bunch of sheets. Like, yeah. they just don't have as many also, sheets. Also, guys, they, they were like, well, it's a great opportunity to get all four women in bed. Yeah, it's gonna be which real was fun. adorable yeah. to see. Yes, it was adorable to it see. It was adorable, and um, 
and they they sort of talk about how how crowded it is. They, yeah. they all do fit. That's a big bed. They all fit. All, all four fit yeah. in the bed. And well, so, and so would. Rose Rose, it turns out she like we said before she she gets the heater working, but she has she, she made the accidentally. accidentally made the air conditioner go on mm-hmm. full blast, mm-hmm. and now she can't get it to turn uh, off. So oh. it's going to be colder inside than it is outside. Yes, Oy. Oh. but it, it's very very crowded. And Sophia's like, you know, this isn't a crowded bed in Sicily. And she says that she slept with two of her brothers until she was seventeen, <laughs> and then. Adds, I was engaged to one for a very short period of time. Which kind of grossed me out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. She must have been joking. She was just oh, joking. I'm sure. It was just a joke. She exaggerates. You know how your parents always joked about incest that they almost married their siblings. <laughs> it's that old thing. <laughs> that old joke. That old joke. Just like, Mom, stop I think that it. maybe only happened in the <laughs> semen family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, back. But then... You and I both commented, so everybody, they're all sort of talking and bickering, and Dorothy goes like, everybody be quiet, I have to go to work early in the morning. No, 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 <laughs> you, you did that so dignified like you were on Downton Abbey. She, she said it like, everyone be quiet, I have to go to work early in the morning. Like, it was like so like, yelling across the room, shut up kids! <laughs> it was a very... It was a very sing-songy line. I have to go to work early in the morning. Yeah, yeah very it was fun. It was, it was great. Where it is she great. supposed to work again? What is she she's supposed a substitute to do? Teacher. She's, oh, that's yeah. it. She's a substitute teacher. Um, so so very Rose forgets schedule. something. Rose? She's like, oh, I forgot something. And Blanche is all like, go in your pajamas. Yes. <laughs> but no, she doesn't have to pee. She has to pray. This is probably one of my most favorite, not Rose lines, but Dorothy lines. So Rose starts praying. And she's thanking God for, or a higher power, for, you know, bringing her to the three women, and a couple years ago, she'd freeze to death, which is an over-exaggeration, she'd freeze to death, if she was alone, because she was alone, and now she's not, whatever, she's thanking them. And she doesn't understand the spokesmodel category on Star Search, yes. but mm-hmm. fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, um, presumably, because we're not sure... Well, there's a voice. There's a voice that comes from somewhere that sounds an awfully bit like Dorothy's, yes. and she says, uh... Rose, thanks for the lovely prayer. <laughs> now shut up and get into bed. <laughs> and, and I did that very well. You did actually. that very Thank well. You. Does it sound and, like that? And, yes. uh, and so Rose gets scared and she's like, Amen! And she gets into bed yeah. and then, then, then Blanche leans into Dorothy and says, Good one, Dorothy. And Dorothy's like, wasn't me. And literally, like, Blanche... Well, yeah, she's like, sweet Jesus, am I in trouble? And yeah. then she starts praying. <laughs> Not gonna lay me down. I didn't <laughs> get that joke for a second. I... So <laughs> the voice of God really talked to them. And it sounds like B. Arthur. No, here's the thing. But it doesn't sound like Dorothy's making a joke. She's very earnestly like, mm-hmm. it wasn't me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I always, every time I see that, I always wonder. I'm like, wait a second. Did Dorothy actually do that? She did it. I mean, she did it. It's her voice, but... She's well, just, she does, maybe God sounds exactly like B. Arthur. Don't you uh, think that God would? How lucky would we be? I would love that. that. If we all got up to heaven, and, and, and B. Arthur was, B. Arthur was like, Arthur was I've been waiting. Now shut the fuck up. I would go right in. I'd be like, yeah. I'm ca- I, you know what? I'll see my family and friends later. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to get what in What a lie, dude. What a weird... Yeah. What a weird, uh, what a weird <laughs> what joke. <is> so <laughs> it's a pretty random weird joke. <laughs> what I do. What I do. 
So they flash back to the kitchen, and no, and they don't. I mean, they come back. They to come back, back to the kitchen, and uh, and and they're all they they're serving up the food. So Blanche is hungry, and so Sophia's going to make her a plate of the linguine. But this is where the thunder strikes. The thunder strikes, mm. and Rose is going to serve because Dorothy said, "Rose, I'll try some of your chipped beef." I so, know, which Such is a very nice sweet. But but it's what's great sweet. about it is like you think it's so sweet, but it sets Dorothy up for a really funny bit about what happens with the chipped beef that she's eating. Yes. Later. So the thunder strikes, Rose gets nervous, yeah. and Blanche is like, you know, oh. Do you, you remember the time? You are unbearable <laughs> when you get all anxious like this. And then we have a flashback of it's just a Rose and Blanche scene yeah. where Blanche is um, contouring her eyebrows in the mirror, mm-hmm. and Rose comes in. In, in model of Christy Brinkley. Yes. She uses Christy Brinkley as a guide. Yes, because they have the same face. Bone structure. Bone structure. Bone structure. Um, and then she kind of makes. A mean joke about both Christy Brinkley and Billy Joel. No, no, not really. I mean, Billy Joel is pretty fugly. But she yeah. said, but no, yeah. but she Everyone says. Everyone knows that. She's, doesn't she and say And the likelihood like, of them having a pretty daughter is like, well, it's 50-50, but it's, it's pretty 75-25 <laughs> Billy Joel's involved. First of all, she's gorgeous. But she also says something like, I just hope she can bounce back after having a baby. Did she say something like that? Yeah. You know, oh. like, I hope she doesn't get fat after having that baby. Yeah. Damn, Blanche. Fat shaming was Shut all... up. Blanche always fat shames, though. It's Ugh. a thing that she does with the girls does all the time. She? Yeah. Oh, no. She's always talking about being the petite one and the girls having more, you But know, then she says, like, oh, I just hope Christy Brinkley can bounce back after having that baby. I don't want her, uh, her bug-eyed husband coming after me. Her bug-eyed husband is a pretty big bug-eyed husband. But, like, so she just, she thinks of Christy Brinkley... Has you know gains weight because she's about to have because she has a baby that Billy man. Joel is going to break up with him and then come after Blanche. I mean, I get it, but because come on, Billy Blanche. Joel wasn't that ugly in no, the eighties. Billy no. Joel was like, "We didn't stop the fire." He looks weird. Wow, now. that is not. No. That was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you guys. That's, a, that's a good bad song. Yeah. Like yeah. the longest time. That is a great. The Billy longest Joel time song. is good. Oh, I those love songs with it. like all those references to things that were happening at the time. Yeah. Like, well, that's he was the eighties. Ken Burns. I love. Yeah. Anyway. So a musical can burns. So um so Rose I'm gonna is, tweet that to him. Rose is nervous <laughs> yeah. and because there's two serial killers on the loop. Because there are two escaped murderers. Yeah. Yeah. They've escaped from Georgia. Yes. And And they're they could presumably be in Miami. They could be and in the thunderstorm's Miami. just making it worse. Yeah. But here's my question. I mean, when did they escape? Because yeah. it, it can take a, a while to get from Georgia to Miami, because you still have to go through South Carolina. And Not if Miami's, they have a car. You still have to go through South Carolina if you have a car. I guess it's a reasonable device for her to be scared about. Is there something else Aren't that you, you guys would about do? Murderers? Yeah, I mean, but I was oh, trying to think. I course. was like, it's very. It seems kind of convoluted, but at the same time, what would I write to make her be scared? You know what? I actually I understand because I watch so much uh, like true TV, same. like Forensic Files, I love Forensic and Files. Dateline on <laughs> OWN in twenty twenty. I was late to a party last night because of Forensic Files. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So I. <laughs> <laughs> there are your friends that are we have, to the party. The next here. podcast is going to be Carrie and I binging Just the files. About, <laughs> um, if you guys are obsessed with like really fucked up true crime, you should listen to a podcast called Sword and Scale. It is about like it's. I think the the, the tag is. Uh, the, the worst monsters are real, and it is. I mean, there are some episodes I haven't listened to because I'm just like scared to listen. Are to they them. about serial killers? They're about everything. Just imagine the worst types of. Zoe Clark, past guest on this podcast, talk, and I talked about doing a serial killer podcast because we're obsessed with serial killers. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, 
anyway, Sword and Scale. Anyway, check Sword it and out. Scale, guys, so check it out. Dorothy is no, so or Rose is terrified. Rose is terrified. She wants Blanche to tell her a story. Well, yeah, Blanche has given in. Blanche initially says, "Like, grow up, go back to your room." But Blanche gives in, lets Rose get into bed with her, lets her sleep with her that night. And Rose is like, "Tell me a story. It'll calm me down." And so Blanche starts telling the story, but Rose keeps questioning it, being like, "So Blanche is like, once upon a time there were three elephants." And she's like, elephants? And she's like, they live with a little girl named Rose. Why would a girl live with elephants? It's like, Rose, you wanted a story. Shut Stop the fuck asking up. questions. Yes. She's making it up on the mm-hmm. spot. Yeah. Um, so Ro- Blanche gets so fed up that she's like, okay, they were elephant dolls. And one day, uh, her two elephant doll or her three elephant dolls ran away, and little Rose was left all alone, and then two escaped convicts came in <laughs> and they murdered her. And Rose jets into the closet. Yes, mm-hmm. which yeah. had been set up earlier because Rose said that the last time she was this scared that she ran into the closet. Oh, yeah. I missed that. Yeah. yeah so. I, that. I like how at the end of that scene, though, like, so... Rose runs in the closet. Blanche says, oh, grow up, Rose. And then she, she like, touches the clock as if, like, fuck it, I'm going to sleep. And she, like, sets the alarm. Hmm. Do you notice that? And then that? settles back, yeah. 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 She's not going to let that phase her. Mm-hmm. No, nope. she's going to go to get her beauty sleep. So now we go back to the kitchen. And they just finished eating, um, well, the ingredient's gone. And all, like, it's just, Blanche the, ate it all. I believe it was the ziti. Oh, the ziti, I'm and sorry. And she made... Sausage pasta, with peppers. Sausage and pesto. In, in, in uh, pasta pesto. And so they've, eaten, they've been eating a, a lot, lot of food. food and it's yeah. heavy yeah. and it's carbs and it's, it's spicy. Dorothy has not. Meat. Dorothy has a full plate of corned beef and Rose chipped is like... Chipped beef. Yeah. Oh, chipped beef. You didn't like my chipped beef, did you? And then Dorothy's like, oh no, I loved it. I loved it. And then eventually a lot of back and forth. And she's like, and she's take, like another take another bite. bite. And B. Arthur does this really wonderful slow bit waiting for the next you know beat to happen where she has the bite and she's like about to take it and she's like okay Rose she's so scared of taking the bite (laughs) and then all of a sudden boom thunder lights go out and you don't really hear anything happening, right? No. And then the lights come back on a second later, and the and Dorothy's like rubbing her mouth, being like, well, "That was delicious." With the napkin, she's blotting the sides yeah. of her face. Mm-hmm. That, mm, and mm. Sophia's oh, all like, "Yummy!" Who moved my purse? And she goes down. And she's like, well, "Picks it up." Why is it so heavy? And yeah. of course, yeah. Dorothy put the chipped beef yes. in the purse. Yes. So they get back to. They're like, "Okay, well, we still have people coming into town. Who's yeah. going to sleep with who?" And Dorothy's like, you know, I should sleep with Ma. We always get along so fun. Which like, sets just up fine. the most beautiful, sweet flashback, really. It's sweet. There aren't a ton of jokes in it. Um, but it's, you know, Sophia's like, oh, yeah, except Dorothy for that time you had bronchitis. Which, yeah. she doesn't mm-hmm. sound like she has bronchitis no. at Also, all. are you sleeping that much if you have bronchitis? Can't you just sit there and just be bored? Like, does it really make you fatigued? I mean... Well, that comes much later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is just setting that up. That sets up the two-part episode yes. in season four. So... This is... They're planting the seeds for that storyline. Yeah. Right. So Dorothy has bronchitis. She's in bed. Sophia's trying to get her to take her medicine. Yes. And, um, and, you know, it, why does she get out of bed? Why does Dorothy get out of bed? Um, I forget, actually. I don't, I don't remember I think either. it was just like a... Transition. Like, there's no explanation for it. Yeah, yeah she just, just she kind of gets up, and then Sophia lays in her bed, and Dorothy sits on the chair and tells yeah. her a story about um, again, Doctor Mrs. Mrs. Doolittle. Mrs. Doolittle, Mrs. Doolittle. Her doll, yeah. That Sophia. Every time she was sick, Sophia would make this concoction of like petroleum jelly and garlic and parsley and all this other stuff, and then 
she would come in with like the, the brush to rub it on her chest and she would always rub it on Mrs. Doolittle first to show her that it, everything was going to be okay. Yeah. Cod liver oil. And it's such a nice sweet story and then it cuts back to Sophia on the bed and she's just passed out. Yeah, she's, she's asleep. She's asleep. And Dorothy goes over and she takes off her glasses mm-hmm. and oh, she so pulls the blanket up and she kisses her on and the forehead. And she says thanks for everything, Mom. It's very, very sweet. And then sweet. she sits back in the chair. And she sits back in the chair. Back to the kitchen. She'd have had a fun fart call back then and then she should have been like, Oh, what's that smell? That would have been modern day sitcoms. Yeah, yeah. You can't have if Seth MacFarlane was yeah. in charge of it, it yeah. would have been uh, a great. If it was modern family, it would be like within the oh, cutaways. you're so sweet, sweet moment. Okay, it let's is, put in a fart joke to make it not genuine. I mean, to me, I mean, this is talking wider about the show, but like, there's something kind of again, like I always say, the show is comforting, but. It's also just, like, since we are all writers and we like to write and, like, we just know the structure of sitcoms, like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of fun to watch one that's just, like, a bunch of vignettes. Like, it's just, like, not the typical thing, like, here's the act break, here's that. It's just, like... Even though it was a very traditional writing structure, a lot of times they did stray away from the, you know, A story, B story structure. They they strayed away from, like, traditional comedy writing. And it's kind of nice. Yeah, I feel like they weren't... They they weren't wed to a type exactly like yeah. they weren't very strict on every episode has to have an A story and a B story. Sometimes they would just have an A story, and it's because or... they realized that the I, I really do think the the sort of like the thing that makes a great sitcom isn't actually necessarily even the writing. It's defi- I mean it is, but defining the characters on a show and then really. Any situation you put them into is going to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like these characters yeah. are so well defined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that you know that's why they can do that is yeah. because no matter how the story is told, it's going to be great. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's, this. Oh sorry. Oh no no no. I was just I was going to ask like, were there other shows that did this kind of thing like these flashback episodes? I just. Yeah. Oh yeah. A Everybody lot of Raymond did it a in lot. the eighties. It happens it. a lot. Oh no. It's, it was it was through the nineties. You know, it's. it's I didn't a thing. know that. Yeah. I mean, this is the show that I associate with it the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the flashback episode. This is yeah. They definitely made it. Classic. There's been clip shows, but like, how many shows make up these vignettes? I even though? think I Love Lucy did it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, their shows may have done it. Yeah. Um, so uh, and, and so they're yeah. they're back in the kitchen. They're back in the kitchen. Um, uh, Blanche mentioned something about um, well that couldn't have been you know that couldn't have been worse than sleeping on a bench at a train station and Sophia goes you'll do it anywhere won't you Blanche yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and it sets up the the final flashback it sets up the, episode, the final flashback which is actually kind of a boring flashback yeah it's kind of boring. yeah so I mean, they went to their friend's funeral they went to a funeral they took the train and this is and the first time we get I mean. It, we're, we're finally out of the house yes. and we yeah. see like external characters. They had to yeah. build a new set for this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So they're at a train station in <laughs> Appalachia, which I googled. I do not Does believe not exist. Not, exists. No, you, yeah. I love that you googled it and just like thought maybe it would exist. I thought maybe because <laughs> nope. sometimes cause there is a Saint Olaf. Um, there is so Appalachia, which we can assume is in. One of the Carolinas, maybe, or Georgia, or Georgia, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds um, like a. It sounds like a Carolina. City. Georgia, yeah, where those, yeah, those convicts escape from the Appalachian prison. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been a really funny time. <laughs> that would have been if they were. Uh, yeah, the only so time they had it was the doll. Yeah, they, they yeah, get to this like train station that basically has the worst schedule of trains. It ever. makes no sense. No sense. No sense. Which is. 
Uh, their trains leave early. So the 915 to Miami actually left at 845. Yes. And the the station agent, yes. who's not Peter Dinklage, but the station agent, what is his... Did you look I him did up? I did look him up. He did. Okay. He really didn't do much. Uh, I didn't like him. I, I hated him as an actor. I in did this. like him. <laughs> but, uh, his name was Randy Bennett. He has... Uh, seven acting credits. Wow. Um, Only seven? Yeah, he didn't do much. He, he didn't know. need to. I thought he was fantastic. I wouldn't have my hired favorite him character ever name, again. So my favorite character name of his is Private's what? Boy. What else has he done? Anything we know? Uh, well, the best little whorehouse in Texas. Mm-hmm. He did, mm-hmm. and then his last thing. I guess he knew someone on the Golden Girls sort of set because his last credit is um, on Nurses. Oh, okay. He was a waiter on Nurses. Okay. Maybe yeah. a friend. They must yeah. have liked they him. They must have had a thing. Or they liked him, or they thought he was a fine actor. Well, yeah. okay. He's also a director, actually. He directed an episode of The Nanny. Hey. Yeah. Mr. Sheffield. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I would have loved The Nanny show. was actually such a good show. I love The Nanny. It's really yeah. hard. I think you can only get the first two seasons on DVD. I would yeah. have loved to have seen a crossover episode of The Nanny and Friends, where, uh, like, where Fran... Network. Where Fran and Janice from Friends are like sisters or cousins. How amazing would that have been? Pretty like, amazing. Chandler always, Bang, Mr. Sheffield. I that, that was one of would my least amazing. favorite storylines on Friends. Did you Janice? Didn't like Janice? Didn't like Janice. I loved Janice. They should have tried to get Fran Drescher to like do a cameo or something. It would have been amazing. Yeah. But yeah, I get it. Not the same yeah. network. Yeah. So, so their trains leave early. Yes. He says. We got it printed on our town seal. Our trains leave early. And Rose goes, really? Like, does he also, does he know how to balance a ball on his nose? <laughs> and he says, not yet, but we taught him how to whatever, whatever. Yeah. And Blanche says, um, oh my gosh, it's like we've it's like we've gotten on a train straight into Rose's mind. <laughs> Which I, it was like one of my favorite. Oh, no, she said it's like that Twilight. It's like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. We've gotten on a train right into Rose's mind. Which is a really funny... My favorite joke in the entire episode. What a great yeah. impression. Very, yeah, very good yeah. comparison. It's one of those... It's very literary, actually. It's, I it mean, describes it so well. Yes, I it feel really like does. the person that wrote that joke also wrote the God joke, because if you think oh. about it, it's like makes things very strange. That means yeah. that they literally do have a seal that they must have tattooed this thing onto the town <laughs> animal. Well, that's, yeah, that's what Rose thinks, <laughs> that they branded the animal, which wow. is Unless he's terrifying. being playful and it's just like, like joking about it being... A literal seal, but the way that he talked about it made me think there's a literal town seal. Oh yeah. no, I thought he was joking. Yeah, I, well, I if he was a better but actor, I would have been able to tell. <laughs> uh, again, again, I thought his performance was flawless. Um, I mean, Here's they the do thing. have a really good way of having yeah. Um, each Allen, how do you feel parts. about? How did you feel about his role? I mean, I didn't really care about him. He he's like he's he's, oh, just, like he's left, very, right, and center here. We are. Oh, I love that podcast. <laughs> um, he uh, he has. He has what they do often. They often cast a gay character part that, which I love and I respect very much so, that they they, they make this man ambiguously gay, mm-hmm. even though he's clearly gay, and just as a comic relief, which now would be offensive. It would be offensive on modern day television, but at least then it put a gay presence mm-hmm. on a national, on the number one show on television, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. as sort of a reality, you know, it's kind of nice. Little baby steps. Yeah, baby steps, exactly. Paul Lynn baby steps. Here's what I don't understand. He, the station agent tells them there's a train leaving for Sarasota, which, you know, they could get on that train, but they choose to stay overnight at the train station and take the 5 a.m. to Miami. So Sarasota 
yeah, is that. 230 miles away from Miami. If they get on that train, I mean, it would be a three-hour and 15-minute drive. I just feel like... That's too much. I just I feel like they should have gotten on... They should go to Sarasota. They should see if there's another way to get... You know, they should rent if a you don't, car. Yeah. But see, this is before... Like, they're going to sleep This is before in smartphones. There's zero way... I don't think that makes sense at all. There's zero way that they're going to get to Sarasota blindly not knowing if there's capacity to get them from Sarasota to Miami. You don't think they could have asked the station that agent? You don't think that he What's would know? Point? What? No, did you, he was talking about a seal. Like <laughs> he was making a joke. He was a very he would. He, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a town seal. I don't know. As a stand-up, it's already late at night. That means they're going to get to Sarasota around what one a.m. <laughs> one two a.m. They're going to sleep in a train station on benches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, at nine twenty, they're just like time to go to bed. I mean, but I guess what else are they going to do? Yeah, when they're in this weird. They're going to be in a horrible situation regardless. Or like, why don't maybe they get a hotel for the night? I know, but they're very yeah. poor. That's why they live but in a house. But in Apalachicobee, <laughs> I bet the hotel rates are really reasonable. You're if right. There is a hotel. Right. If, if there even is a hotel. You're right. They should have had you there to poke all the I, holes. Yeah. In yeah seriously. Have you considered spot? being a um, travel agent? Travel agent. I've thought about it. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> you could replace the internet. I could replace the internet. Rose is upset, and she says she's glum. She's, she's glum, and she says, "I don't think I've ever been this depressed in my entire life." At which point, a clown walks up to her. Yeah. And an entire circus shows up. And the nine twenty is a circus train. Yeah, are they are they coming in from Sarasota or the, no. those are the people that are they've arrived because they're going to Sarasota? I think so. Yes, a circus train, which I mean, is a very weird train. I just because how often do they travel through this town? I don't uh, know like, anything about circus. Things. I don't know. He he said it in a way that like that it's always a circus train to yeah. me. That like yeah. the nine twenty to Sarasota is always a circus train to me. That's what That's I, yeah. I like to yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. Because he said it's an it's a circus trick. Guys, it sets up a moment for Rose's love of, of clowns to be dashed. To be dashed. So all of these clowns walk into this to this train station and Rose gets so excited because oh it's a circus train it's a circus train they get so happy she gets so happy about it the girls all go up to this one clown and Rose says excuse me could you maybe put a smile on a couple of old ladies, a couple of ladies glum, glummy, I think yeah, that. something glum gusses or something, yeah. And this clown, very not funny looking clown, turns around and says, "I'm on a break, smoke break." And then he puts up a cigarette to his mouth and it pulls like, off his nose. And he pulls off his nose and revealing that clown third wall. Aw, fourth yeah, wall. Fourth wall. Yeah, it's very sad. It's a I weird don't... note to end that. <laughs> It is. It's that's why I don't like this bit. I don't like this flashback. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I like it when they just keep it between the girls. Yeah, it would have been more fun if they like decided to go on the circus train or something and And have an adventure. Yeah, like what a story that was. Or maybe Blanche was turned on by clowns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They should have agreed to ride on the train with the clowns, and then they would have made a joke about like, and then we found rainbow pubes, like (laughs) Blanche's, you know, some weird rainbow pubes. Well, we know Blanche. (laughs) We know Blanche is a thing for guys in Santa suits. We know that that Rainbow turns Blanche on. Um, so we go back to the kitchen. Yeah. Carpets no- match the drapes. That's what yes. she would say <laughs> about the clowns. <laughs> we go back. Oh, There's God. no food left, which means between the three women, because Dorothy was eating the chip beef, they all ate a giant like yeah. pot of sausage and peppers, mm-hmm. pasta pesto, and ziti. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's all gone. All gone. I mean, haven't you had and a night like that? And now they have that? coffee out. I haven't. <laughs> I mean, maybe. 
Maybe. <laughs> so it's it's the it's the end of the day, and they're like, we, Rose says, well, we still haven't figured out what we're going to do about our relatives. And then Blanche gets up, which kind of, like, the solves... It's, it's such a lackluster ending of an episode mm-hmm. in that the resolution is just a sensible option, where Blanche just stands up and says, I think we all should just pitch in and buy them a room at the Holiday Inn. And then yeah, everyone's like, but, that's a great idea. Yeah, but it, I, I, I get it, though, because this this episode, that's not what this is about. This the is episode, their casual Friday episode. This is where they took a break. The, mm. But this episode isn't about, it. again, it was about these vignettes, so they do want to set it up and then get out very quickly. But so. there is an end. That Sophia does have a very funny ending in that she it's a callback to when Dorothy pushed the chipped beef into Sophia's yeah, purse. Yeah, she's got her purse open on the counter. Sophia says she has a fork and a knife in her purse. And she says, was she in the right she, hands and the... In the right bag? This this chipped beef isn't that bad. And she's like putting parsley or she's something like, on it. Or, yeah. Yeah, so she's eating the chipped beef out of her out purse. Out of her purse, <laughs> which, I mean, for Dorothy, I get it. The chipped beef isn't good. But Sophia carries that handbag with her everywhere into every room she takes it everywhere so she's got her you know her blood pressure medication she's got everything she needs can you imagine and dorothy how bad. just pours beef and white cream sauce yeah. into it that's so like that's terrible rude. and she's eating it right out of it i mean it's probably mixing in with like her werther's originals uh. and her cough drops and, and sophia loves it i mean there there is <laughs> there is other stuff in her bag because of how much she takes it everywhere yeah. so i would be Pissed yeah. If someone poured chipped beef, you know, I, I get that the purse has a liner. It's lined fine, but mm-hmm. I yeah. would be. But you can't wash a purse. Well, really. you can. Like, I mean, you, you can, can rinse it out. You with can a turn it inside out and kind of wash the liner yeah. without washing the purse if it hasn't dripped through past that liner. Because yeah. I've had to do that because I spill shit in mm-hmm. my purse all the time. Chipped beef, chipped beef, <laughs> tuna on toast, salsa, yeah. just anything. Salsa. Really. No, of course I don't. <laughs> Um, and that's the episode. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. it just sort of ends yes. that way. Which, I mean, you know, whatevs. So, Ben. Yeah. At the end of every podcast, we do a golden takeaway. It's a little nugget of inspiration oh that you gosh. can apply to your life, or maybe the life of our listeners. We'll start so you have an Okay, example. yeah, give me some time to think about it. My golden takeaway from this episode is, I'd really like to have sex with a clown. <laughs> I think that would be interesting, because if you if you take... The, the clothes of the clown off and you only have his mask on, right? His mask and maybe his hand painting. Then it's this weird, like, meta thing where you have this, like, man body where you're having sex with, but the face is painted like a clown. So in a weird way, you're having sex with, like, a unicorn. Mm. <laughs> and you're not into kissing, so it wouldn't be a problem. No, right? I refuse like, to kiss, actually. <laughs> yeah, Whenever someone tries to kiss me, I'm like, um... Uh, I have a sign on my door that says no kissing for a reason. It's so weird that you have that sign. I love kissing, guys. I love kissing. Um, (laughs) You just want to make sure people know that you do I want to make sure that if anyone out there wants to marry me, we will have a makeout session. Yes. It's very sweet. I love the way that you're kind of like... You're sort of sitting like a child right now. Am I? Yeah, well... I'm just very hot because we can't have the air on. Oh, okay. (laughs) And I'm trying to, like, air out everything. Oh, you look very adorable. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I think my golden takeaway is um, if you... If somebody gives you food that they've prepared and you don't like it, um, don't do the old, like, you know put it in your mouth and then spit it into your napkin or give it to the dog or put it in your mother's purse. Just man up and say, you know what? 
this meal is not for me, but I appreciate you putting your time and your love and your effort into making it. And then I would offer it to somebody else. I think Dorothy kind of took the uh, easy way out on that one, and it was kind of a shitty thing to do. Be a good friend. Or wow. daughter. Or daughter. Yeah, yeah, don't put, don't, don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, like, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't put that shit off on somebody else. Ben? Um, I think my golden takeaway is that God is real, and it sounds like B. <laughs> Arthur, and uh, now I no longer fear death, so... That's, That's great. a pretty big takeaway. That is actually a wonderful golden nugget. Like, that is, I just, I love that. Um, thank you so much for doing this podcast. Thank you for having me. Where can pretty... people find you on the interwebs? Um, I'm on Twitter at BenjaminJS. Uh, I'm no longer followed by Nia Verdalos, which is very upsetting. Why? But you can follow me. I don't know. Did she, you found out she unfollowed She me. followed me for like six months and it was a magic time. And oh, I think I made a joke about Amy. Uh, she was in my Greek big fat Greek wedding. Oh, She, wrote, yes, she was my course. big fat Greek wedding. Of course. She wrote it. She started oh, yeah. it. I think I made a joke about Amy Schumer that I didn't really stand behind, and I think she saw it at that right moment to be like, I don't like this person, (laughs) I don't support Amy Schumer, (laughs) and then she unfollowed me, and deleted it like 30 seconds later. I love Amy Schumer. We're going to correct this by having our listeners follow you. Oh, that would be so sweet. I'm a nice person. And I will say, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I, we hadn't met, but I... But we started following He's each other on Twitter, on Twitter. And you're very, friend. very Thank funny on so Twitter. Very, very funny. You're one of very my favorite funny. people to follow on Twitter. And um, I am CarrieDoherty.com, uh, Squid Eat Squid on Twitter, and oh. Squidzy on Instagram. I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. Wow. Um, and guys, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you want more of us, you can go to OutOnTheLanai.com. And if you have questions or comments, we will be recording our mini episode, as we always do. Um, Thursday, Friday goes up on Friday. And you can go to OutOnTheLanai.com slash discuss, D-I-S-Q-U-S. Yes, and you will see uh, today's episode, Bedtime Stories. Just go to that thread, and uh, you can leave your questions, your comments about this episode, um, yeah, anything any anything we talked about that you guys want to kind of get into, uh, you've been really, really good about getting discussions going, and everybody's been contributing, and it's been super, super fun yeah. to read all those comments yeah. uh, every week. Tell and us if, you, if you've had chipped beef before. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. And if you if you have questions for uh, about why Nia Verdalos should follow Ben, and uh, <laughs> maybe what we think of her now that she unfollowed um, Ben. Uh, But also, if you are loving the podcast, yes, um, if you are loving the podcast and you want to give us some attention or maybe help us get the attention of other places that might want to give us some love, um, tweet at them and tweet tag us on on Twitter or on Facebook and let us know what you're thinking of the podcast. Yeah, or leave us uh, an iTunes review. Yeah, we would love that. Highly regarded. Very, very helpful. Yes. Uh, So guys, thanks so much for listening. Stay golden! Stand by the miles, Miami.